Today we are reviewing True Justice Family Ties. Was justice served or is it guilty of wasting our time? This podcast was created by fans for fans and is not affiliated with or sponsored by Hallmark or the Hallmark Channel. Hello, I'm Andrea. And I'm Eric. And this is Hallmark Mysteries and More. All right, so today our description of the movie, it's not very long. It is a law school student and her friends set out to prove her brother's innocence, but the only way to clear his name is by finding the real killer. And this movie starred Catherine McNamara, uh, Markian Parsuk, might have butchered that, Nikki Deloach, and Benjamin Ayers. Haven't heard of any of them. I mean, half of them have been <laughs> on regular Hallmark movies quite often. Yes. All right. Well, let's get into it. So you know my theory, though, on short descriptions tend to be better movies. Long descriptions tend to be bad. We talked about that a lot about the holidays. So, you know, I'm, I didn't go back and double check it, but we have a short description. So I'm feeling optimistic here. And we have been ba- We have been battling a little bit. So, but I think we're a little agreement today. So, Andrea, overall, on a scale of one to five, one being the worst don't want to ever see it. This is trash. We're guilty of wasting our time or five justice was served. What do you give true justice family ties? Okay. So I watched this movie now about three times. Um, I know the first time. Well, the first time I only watched the first hour and then I shut it off because I wasn't a big fan of the first hour. And I heard that actually from many people in the DMS. Um, So I decided, okay, let me try it again the next day. And I loved it. The second hour for me is when the movie really picked up. So the first half, I would say a three. Second half would be like a five. So it kind of comes out as a four in the end for me. And did that, even when you watched it again, did it still have, you think, the slow? Or did you appreciate the beginning a little more on your second or third, whatever? I will say the third time, I appreciated it more as a whole. I think... This is a struggle for any new mystery series is getting behind the characters, getting to know the characters. And I think that was probably the struggle for me. Right. And well, even to watch it three times, because that also helped me like, okay, I'm starting to develop like an understanding of the characters. I'm enjoying certain characters um, more than I did that first viewing. I'm invested more into their lives, which I think for an ensemble cast like this was, is the whole goal of these type of movies. All right. What did you think? I landed in the same number of four. I will say two. When I started watching it, because we've we you know we've been talking to the producer, we've been talking to a lot of the people, and trying to get really behind it and get people excited for this. And I agree. I thought it started out a little. Now it didn't last an hour, but I do think it started out a little slow. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, I'm gonna feel bad having to give this a just marginal review. But it's mostly just because Marcus, the character. I didn't like the brother there and it kind of was ruining the beginning of the movie for me because I just found him annoying and I wanted him to stay in jail and I would be like, leave him. But once they got into the ensemble cast, I was really grooving. So for me, I want to say it was the first like 20 minutes. I was like a little bit, oh no, but then I got into it. So I, I give it a solid, solid four. 
Yeah, I would totally agree with you with the brother. Um, I felt the same way. Those first, it was probably about the first 50 minutes was the the piece for me where it finally turned after that 50 minute mark. But that brother, um, there was quite a few scenes in those, you know, first 50 minutes yeah. with him. And I also felt the same. It felt like he was acting like he was in jail and it didn't feel like it quite clicked the performance. And so it, it was a little, a little rough or it kind of took you out of the movie. <laughs> I went back and I was like, okay, maybe this was his first acting gig kind of thing because, you know, secondary character Hallmark spent his money on the others, but he's been in a few things. I, um, so when he was with, 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 uh, Catherine there at the beginning, Casey, and she's like talking to him, it was just such a contrast in acting ability. Like you said, he was clearly looked like he was in a high school play and she I, you know, Love Classified, I thought was a great movie. I really enjoyed that movie. And that's, I'll be honest, that's like my real exposure to Catherine McNamara. But after watching this, I'm like, that girl can act. She, uh, she was, she was good throughout the movie. I just, I love the way she was talking to him. But like I said, she should have been saying, sorry, Marcus, I can't do anything for you. You're in jail. We're going to go on, live our life and have a good time down at the bar. But no. all right. No. But, all right, so let's let's go a little bit more into the mystery portion of our mystery minute. Yeah. How did the well, mystery... we should also just say there are new segments. Okay. So if people are longtime listeners, like oh. we're doing some new segments, which this is our first time with these new segments. So let okay. us know how how they work for you because um, we're kind of mixing things up, and we have a few different segments that um, you know Eric and Sydney didn't have before. So if you're like, oh, this is a little different, um, it we're is. trying something different. <laughs> We're trying to also increase the pace a little bit. So we'll see if people like that, you know, whether or not they want to hear us drone on and on. So, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're going into the mystery minute where this is where we're going to just talk about the twists and turns and the mystery. Did it hit? Did it, you know, miss and stuff. So we, you know, we talked, we liked the overall movie. How about the mystery? Did it hit for you? Yeah. So spoiler alert, if you are listening and you have not watched, um, I am going to spoil something here. So I actually really enjoyed the the two different killers. I thought that was a great twist from Hallmark and did not see that coming. Um, you know, often it's the same person. If there is a double murder or if there's two murders happened in the movie, it's the same killer for both. And so I did pick out the um, female killer. I did peg her. Just because a lot of the times they give us a ton of red herrings in the movies. Right. I don't think they gave us really any besides the couple. I mean, it was one of them had to have done it. And then, you know, when the, the husband ended up dead, you're like, well, obviously it's female. But I had kind of thought that for. I also thought it was the dad. But I'm like, why would he kill his daughter? He seems really beat up about this. But he did have that guilty look and feel about him throughout the movie. <laughs> so I kind of had it. I just didn't think that he would have killed someone i i just thought oh, there's something off about this guy i hope you're never on a jury for me if you're like you just look shady i think you're guilty <laughs> but, i don't know I, I know that i'm not the only one who thought that i think someone posted that in my comments too i was like i thought the same thing he just had this guilty look about him or the way he played the character made it seem like mm, there's some shady stuff going on here well i was sending you messages while i was walking or while i was walking while i was watching i watched the next morning and um, I was like, I think I know who it is. And I totally nailed, yeah, the, the the wife as the killer. But I did not see the dad at all. In fact, I first when it like happened, I was like, wait, what happened? I'm, I'm what happened? Because I 
I don't know if it's a whatever. I, I kind of pride myself in being able to figure these mysteries out. And I thought, like you said, they did. It was like a little obvious of who it is, yeah. but kind of, I think mystery 101 doesn't always conceal that killer much, but it's a good story and it spins it well and it does what good with the job with the characters that it never bothers me. And this, right. that's how this movie was as well. And it wasn't until, like I say, once it, um, it, it, they, they threw the dad in there, I started doubting myself. And then even when they show up and it's the final scene, I'm like, wait, is she really just like upset or nope, hands on the throat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope. I was right. So I thought, I thought, like I said, I thought it was a good mystery. Maybe not the most difficult to solve, but still an interesting one. Yeah. And I liked the, the, the female killer. So the, the wife, I actually really liked her character. I'm like, she seems like someone minus the fact she killed people, but I was like, it seems like she would be a cool friend. Like I really liked the way that she acted out this character. Like sometimes we have the killers who are just obviously right. mean and just like the husband seemed that way, but she seemed like, Oh, she has her stuff together. She had that emotion when she talked about, you know, not having kids. And I just, you know, you kind of felt for her. And so she really played, I thought she played that character really well because I felt empathy for her. And you kind of really, in that last scene, even before, you know, she went for the throat, you're just like, I mean, you just saw her humanness, which I don't know if they always do that in Hallmark mystery movies. So I really enjoyed seeing that aspect of her character. I wonder if that has anything to do with having a team of woman writers who maybe have mm -hmm. a little different perspective of how they, you know, create that, that character. Um, yeah, I do like... Obviously, the cheating husband who's flaunting it and everything like that, like, I don't think it justifies murder. But like you say, you do develop a little bit of empathy for them. And once again, that's kind of a mystery 101 thing, too, where usually the killer in mystery 101, I don't want to say is justified per se, but, you know, they got a little something going on. It's not like they're just like, hey, I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to run and kill people. So, right. Yeah. Right. All right. All right. Well, our next this new segment here is called Romance Roundup. This used to be our steam meter, but now we're a Romance Roundup. So, what what do you think? Did you did you feel any chemistry in this movie? Yeah, I think there was three romances that I I kind of pieced from. You know, obviously uh, Nikki and Benjamin Ayer's character. I thought that was great. That scene was probably I my favorite wish, scene. I wish I did. They didn't release it. I know that because that would have really been good. like when I saw it on social, I was like, wait, what? I wish they wouldn't have released it because that would have been great just to have that. hundred percent there. Yes. But. I mean, that scene really was probably one of the best scenes. It was just cute. And the way that, you know, Casey came in and kind of played it like, <laughs> oh, this is awkward. It's, you know, yeah, yeah, I loved it. That was a great scene. And then between Casey and Eli, I thought they had some great chemistry. Um, I did find it awkward that like, if she was friends with his ex-girlfriend who was just murdered and his ex-girlfriend was just murdered. <laughs> they're kind of flirtatious. That whole kind of element you have to kind of put on the back shelf, I guess, a little bit because it seems a they, little fast. And they did at the end. Like I say, it was kind of like, are we going to be friends? Right. So yeah, but there was definitely a little flirtation, little chemistry, but they did, they did keep it at bay which I think is appropriate for just having, yes, your friend and girlfriend mar murdered. 
Yeah. And I think when they were, you know, playing like husband and wife, when they did the consult, yes. I really liked the part where she kind of like, he went to grab her hand and she slapped her away. She's like, no. And I'm like, oh, that was just a cute little like subtle thing. But like, I think this movie had a lot, just as I said, with the, you know, with the female killer, like they just had a lot of those little subtle elements thrown in there that again, having watched it three times, I noticed those little things that I maybe wouldn't have the first brush, but they really, I think, help again, the movie show what they're trying to do between these characters and build some of that ensemble cast. Cause then the, my last, you know, chemistry was Liam and Sarah. I thought, I really hope that they get together in future movies. I really enjoyed their chemistry, the little quick banter, the cerebellum, you know, the little right. nickname that he gave her. I thought that was super cute. And I can see something maybe in the future building there that they could play with. Yeah. I, I loved the, where she was like, rebuffing his advance but you could tell it was like intrigue she's, yeah she's like no but maybe <laughs> so yes i uh and I, I i i liked i liked them as well um i thought so markian i thought he like i said before with cat just being really solid acting i thought he definitely held his own and the thing that was interesting with like the romance roundup you know, we, we shared how Benjamin Ayers did this for free because Nikki asked. I think she's like, hey, I'll let you kiss me if you're in this movie for free. And he's like, all right, sign me up, all right? Because he didn't have as big of a role as I thought. He was in there, you know, a couple scenes, and we knew he was supporting. And that was like really the scene for for, for Benjamin. Yeah. I mean, I know he's in future ones or potentially in future ones. Right. So that's what your interview you know, said, you know, that's what Michael had said that they had signed on and there is, you know, this is an ongoing character. So, you know, I think they work together well on, I liked their Cranberry Christmas movie. And so yeah. maybe, you know, they built that friendship and were like, it, hey. And, you know, we, and we talked about when we we're doing our uh, year in review, the chemistry between um, Andrew and Nikki, how we think it's a little more, you know, brothery sistery. I think, yeah, Benjamin and her have a little more like oh hey we could be this completely you know, agree this this couple so i like that as well all right this is the one i'm really looking forward to because i have a character in here that i just I do love. you have romance roundup anything to add oh i was agreeing with everything you said okay i didn't yes. know if you had any other yes my my mind was just the nikki the nikki and benjamin kiss and then just that that how they they had that flirtation with with casey and eli but they kept it appropriately distance and i agree with you i love the scene when they were m&m um at the at the thing and how they just play married i thought they did it beautifully and it was just setting up future so we once again we need more of these so um as my self-proclaimed future ceo of hallmark i will make sure it happens <laughs> so okay so moving on to the character corner where we're going to highlight our standout characters from the film and you said it's an ensemble cast so there's plenty to be had so yeah. this, who is your favorite character of, of the movie? So mine is Liam. Um, I Hands thought, down, yes. Is that yours too? Totally, yes. Oh my gosh. Loved so Liam. He was so, hilarious. Alexander Nunez, I looked up his name and just kind of, um, I thought he brought such just a lightness and competency at the same time. Like he was fun, he was playful, but also he was like, let's get down to business. Like, right. you know, I'm, I'm getting paid to do this. And he, I he wasn't that, Mason from... Uh, from Curious Cater, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. So like he could actually do his job. And um, I think that character really 
tied together the group well or kind of what they showed us of him. And I would love to know more about his backstory, just as we heard just a little bit in the van, you know, between him and Sarah. And, you know, that's where I think this movie or this series could really, you know, you could have a whole movie focused on Liam next and a little bit right. more about his story and then Sarah. And you could really play with this. And I think they did a good enough job of exploring each of the characters enough that we're kind of interested. The one that they didn't show a lot, and I don't even, I don't know her name. It's the other, it's the other the fr- female. The, fr- the one who did the forensic. Uh, yeah. And she wasn't in it a ton, which totally makes sense. Cause with an ensemble cast, you're going to have someone who's a little, you know, doesn't have quite the biggest role. So I would, sure. I would love to see more with her, but I don't know a ton of about her after this first movie. And maybe that's on purpose. You know, maybe they have things that they want to pull or they maybe have someone else who they want to pull into the cast. Cause I think this could throw in another love interest and maybe have him part of the group. So I like that that door is open, but I definitely think Liam for me was just the one who was the standout performance that I didn't know I needed. So it, um, it was PJ Ellis. Okay. PJ was the, uh, she's the forensic uh one and um but yeah i agree with you so much with um with uh or actually or was sarah the forensic and pj was the i think sarah was the forensic. she was the, the the one who had the uh evidence and all of that right yeah um there was like yeah like you said liam just had so much to him and, and the great thing about this you know and kudos to to nikki and megan for writing a good script with characters is sometimes those secondary characters they don't flesh out very well, right. but they, like you said, they built enough of the story there. Like one of the things that, that had me was the, um, the, you know, his Magnum PI. Oh, I really liked <laughs> Magnum PI and stuff. And I'm a huge Magnum PI fan. So totally dug that. So um, that's why you watched that murder. She wrote episode. So <laughs> was that, I don't know. Is that a Magnum PI? I don't remember. I don't remember. I already blocked it out of my brain. No, well, I'm going to, I know what murder wrote. <laughs> Well, then I know what Murder, She Wrote episode I'm going to make you watch. Yeah, I don't think that was the right one. But, um, okay. but yeah, getting back to Liam, he just was very, the way he just interacted with everybody, I think he just summed it up perfectly. He was competent and still playful and fun. So loved loved him as a character. Um, I will say the one thing I, I if, we're, if we're getting a little critical of a, um, of a, uh, character was Nikki as being a professor being a law professor and letting the sort of the class get a little unruly I thought I think like what do you mean by that like when Eli and Casey started going at it with each other like oh hypothetically if someone were to murder Mm -hmm. you know someone just be at the like they were clearly doing their little passive aggressiveness at each other in disrupting the whole class like I think she would have like a real professor would I don't know. but it was I've, it made for fun and entertainment so i feel like i've been in classes i mean i went to a liberal arts school and they definitely let people kind of go at each other with different opinions and ideas i've been in classes like that yeah well so I, one I who was about a that. murder of the well like, no clearly not. that kind of thing like no, i said it was like that. there yes no not that it was, a, it was clearly think... a personal is clearly a personal attack on each other yeah. kind yes. of thing versus yes just a, de- a healthy debate but whatever, nitpick. Like I said, I liked, I thought everyone was good. The only thing I, and this may go back to the mystery, but like Benjamin, we talked about how he didn't have a huge role. Who gave the envelope 
and maybe I missed it since you saw it three times and I only saw it twice. Who gave the mystery envelope with the the lead? They was never it... said. Well, Nikki gave it to him, but they know. I don't think right. they actually ever said. They just said someone special. Okay. Maybe assuming it was. I, that's him. who I thought it was, but I don't know. Yeah, you... that's it. Did they never confirmed? They just I'm do you, assuming. But do you have a do you have a guess of who you think it was? That's who I thought it was too. Okay. So, so I was okay. just assuming it was him. But I also would say. The one thing that happened with the characters, I liked Casey, the, you know, the leading, the leading lady. Yes, I thought her crying skills absolutely fantastic. were on point every time she cried. But the one thing that Hallmark mystery movies always does with like, why do you send them like, Hey, I'm going to call you, you know, first I'm going to text you. And so they're talking to a killer and then they decide to call. Let me answer this. Oh, now I'm going to send you a video as the killer's like behind them, you know, that whole thing. I know it's done for like drama purposes. But I was like, why don't you just send the text first? Like who who would do all of those steps if this was actually the case? You would quick send off a text, especially if you know you're with the killer. Like, hey, Frank did it. Are you okay? Like not let me call you. Let me text you and let me send you a video. Like who's going to have time to do all those things and not get killed themselves? So I agree with you. So one of the things... I'll just quickly touch on as far as the last thing of the the character corner. It was an ensemble cast, and they did do the little slow walk together yeah. as they all came right, you know, from his little van, and they all turn the corner and they're doing their little slow walk together. So that was classic. I love that. And then they had another uh, line in there, and I think it was Sarah, um, but it was never trust a man with two first names. And mm-hmm. then um, Liam reiterated it. And uh, that's actually been one of my philosophies in life too. People who have two first names, never trust them. So I loved seeing that in the movie. I didn't know that oh other gosh. people thought that. So that well, was Many great. people do. I think that's the thing. Oh, it is? Okay, good. It should I be. Don't, I don't think that, but. <laughs> well, you, you don't, you have, you have a lot of proper last names. So you don't have to worry about it. Okay, so let's Hallmark trivia time. Something like that maybe people didn't know about the actors or the directors or something in the movie. I do have one thing for this. And it is going to be, if if you follow us on social as well, I'll be ruining the surprise for next Monday. But the judge in the case was Judge McNulty, who Megan McNulty is the writer. So it was... Well, she's also an she's also an actor, um, like Nikki, but she didn't have a role in this movie as well. And when I I've been talking to her on uh, on Instagram quite a bit, she's super nice, super super nice. But um, I was like, hey, wait a minute! It was it was on my second watch when I saw Judge McNulty, and I had to go back and like, did I get it right? Sure enough, so I sent her a picture, and she like gave me a little winky. So they purposely Cute. that's how they uh, acknowledged. Uh, her and her in this movie even though she didn't have an actual role and like i say the other trivia thing is that we learned that benjamin uh did do this movie just because nikki really thought he would be perfect i agree i thought he rocked the role and he did the you know he did it for free it gets back to you know we've talked many times about just that hallmark universe um number one how great they treat their fans and you know us included but then just how they're also very uh, much a family together. There's like that very big click of the popular people, you know, and he's definitely in that click with uh, Nikki. And I I could see them calling up, you know, 
any of them, hey, Paul Campbell, you want to do this? Kimberly said, will you do this? Andrew, will you do it? And them all agreeing and saying, sure, I'll do this. Aaron Cahill, come on over. So, yeah. No, I, well, my, I, I bet they all would prefer to get paid, but. <laughs> my trivia is got a Virgin River twist to it. So, Markian Tarasuk, the leading guy, Eli. He actually played in two episodes of Virgin River as a love interest to Lizzie in season four. So if people were looking and they're like, hmm, maybe I've seen him before. He came in and I think he played um, one of, now I'm forgetting the guy, Jack and uh, um, the main Lawrence. Girl? No, now the guy who plays in the Hallmark movies, I can't remember his Virgin River name. Um, Lawrence. Who is in Virgin ben, River? Benjamin Hollingsworth? No. He has only been in a couple movies, and I'm yeah. sure other people know who I'm talking about. Jack's best friend, the one who runs the bar with him. Um, he played one of his, um, I think, troop brothers that had came into the movie. I, I think I just need to watch some Virgin River just so I can you keep do. track of all the Hallmark people. I know. There's a lot of crossovers, and we have one coming this next week in the regular Hallmark movie that was also on Virgin River. So I'm right. enjoying that. And I know uh, others. I know. Too. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> All right. Hallmark and chill time. So is there any other show or movie, you know, Hallmark or not that you would, for people who enjoyed this, um, you think would be a, a good fit for them as well? So the only thing that came to mind and only because this is on Hallmark, uh, usually in the early mornings or late at night. Matlock, because it's a courtroom drama and there was some courtroom in this. And so that's the only thing. It also has humor, but it also is, you know, again, a competent movie or a competent, you know, person who's running things. Um, so I, I, that's the only thing I could come up with. I found uh, Mark, uh, his little description of it being 21 Jump Street meets um, uh, Law and Order, a pretty good mm. description of what it is, because it's like, you know, all young people never who, seen are, Law and Order, who are doing, but... doing it. You've never, there's like 18 of I them. I haven't watched it in years, but I don't know how you could like not. But no. I guess, all right. You're too busy watching Virgin River and uh, Murder, She Murder, Wrote. She Wrote. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so so there's that. But I also think if we're going to get into a Hallmark one, I would put this in the, uh, the Nikki and Nora, because once again, it's, you know, fairly young characters um you know it's got the sister bond thing going to it so you know it's clear it's obviously not a courtroom it's not a drama you know that kind of procedural thing but it just had the same kind of vibe with you know a lot of fun a lot of banter in it and um you know just character diversity of characters with more than just one main you know person so yeah i, I would just say probably if you like one you like the other maybe not yeah. We'll see if let us know in our uh, in in our DMs over there on Instagram if you agree or do not agree with uh, Matlock, a nice show from what 1978. Well, it's the 80s. It's my my prime time for my mysteries, apparently. But starring a 1980s, starring a 150 year old actor who's oh. very similar to uh, Catherine McNamara. Actually, I but... diagnosis murder too. That's a great ensemble cast. Another 150 year old. I also dude. love that series too. That's Dick Van Dyke, right? Yep. It's so, great. All right. All right. 
All right. So our fan corner where we uh, share either emails or DMs who get from fans. What I'd like to do is you, I know you ran a little poll to see what, I, what everyone thought. We pulled my numbers. Are we, are we aligned with the public or are we out here on our own little mystery island? I okay, did so my final <laughs> I did see that. My um final poll numbers 48% gave it five out of five. 48. 26% oh. gave four out of five. Three out of five was just 16. And then either a one or two star was just 10%. And I saw that um our podcast voted it a one star. So Really, it's probably less than ten percent that actually did because we clearly didn't think it was a one star. Uh, when I that did was it, you, Eric. Yes. yes, I did it just as a joke because I didn't want to give you my uh, no. I wanted to vote, but I, I didn't want to tell you what I. I didn't want to tell you, you what I was the really. Poll, though. I shouldn't have <laughs> so skewed was, the poll. So All it was right. probably more or less fifty percent. Most people really enjoyed this, which was, I think, great to see. And most of the comments that I had on my Instagram page, I had quite a few and a lot. I only had one person who really wasn't a huge fan of it. Otherwise, everyone else really enjoyed this movie. So I did the morning after just the little slider bar. Mm. And I agree with you. The only person who didn't like it is the person who never agrees with us. Yeah. And we love her dearly. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. But um, everyone, and I agree, it's like most of the mysteries seem to have a, you know, even the popular ones, a lot of people like them, but there's also a lot of people who don't. Whereas this one seemed to be fairly, like I said, I did not see many comments saying I disliked like the movie it. at all. So right. I thought that right. was good, but we need more. We yeah, I think that's where can't have I a mean, one and done. Even the one who had told us, you know, that she wasn't a big fan of it, she would totally be open for more. She had told me she's like, I'm totally open for more, and I think that's like a a huge, um, I guess, you know, tip of the hat to this to this movie for you know, having people, even if they didn't necessarily love it, they wouldn't be opposed to watching another, um, you know, whereas other movies, like we've seen quite a few of like maybe curious caterers and, you know, maybe people are starting to either fall off the wagon or beyond. I'll be curious to see like numbers wise, how some of these, how that continues, you know, are people still going to be on board now that we're past that three? Cause I think a lot of people will give it the three chance, but then will it, will it have that sustained, I enjoy you factor or will it kind of start to fall the wayside? Uh, or does Hallmark not care? I don't know. I don't know. But it also seems where you're like some, I mean, obviously they canceled everyone's favorite in Mystery 101. I um, thought you were going to say uh, Gourmet Detective, which is not canceled thanks to you. I know. I saw that on the page and I'm like, hey, so there's a chance. They didn't say right. it, it wasn't. And they have been coming out and saying if they've shut down production or if they're not going to renew it, they have been telling people, you know, we don't have plans for more. So for them to not say that, they for sure don't have any maybe there's some hope I, well obviously i've got one big and i love the show i'd also love to see brooke back but dylan's one of the guys who's great who talks to us all the time I'm i gonna love have to, dylan um, he is he, one of my favorite homework stars he didn't um he didn't comment on that i don't think so i'm gonna have to shoot it over to him and say hey hey because he may say no they canceled me <laughs> he's he does not he does not hide his true feelings so Love he's, it. he's a, he's a very good he's honest, honest guy. So, all right. So we have a couple new mm -hmm. mysteries coming out. First one is going to be in a couple weeks, Gilded Newport Mysteries, Murder at the Breakers. Do you want me to read the description? I have a sure thing. A murder interrupts an 1895 Vanderbilt ball. A society columnist is attending. 
And this is going to air February 2nd at 8 p.m., which is a Friday, Central Standard Time. It stars Ali Scovie, Danny Griffin, and Nathan Witt. And so Ali Scovie was in Firefly Lane, as well as the gourmet detective um, daughter of right. Brooke Burns. And so you might remember her. I, I had forgot that she was the daughter until I think you had mentioned that. Right. And then when I was watching it, since they had a marathon on Saturday, I was watching or Sunday, whatever day it was, but I was watching the marathon and I'm like, oh, there she is. I didn't even put it together when I was watching Firefly Lane that, you know, that was that was her. So I'm excited to see her as a, a leading gal. Um, the one thing I will say after watching the preview, I'm a little concerned for the costumes only I, I'm used to the HBO max, like their gilded age, their budgets, their budgets, right. very large. And those costumes are gorgeous and on point for the era. These looked a little more costume shoppy and like, they just got them out of the attic type of thing. So <laughs> I mean, as long as they, you know, kind of, you can put that aside. That's what I'm going to try to do. Um, just well, having watched the previous, I will say Along the lines of Emma, the main character, she actually, because she is the Vanderbilt, but she's removed. So she works for herself and she talks a lot about how her clothes are con Ooh. constantly being repurposed. And so, okay, Nanny, so then that would click. Nanny's always trying to make her clothes look presentable, but she is not a Vanderbilt. Now, that's the question. Do the Vanderbilts, when you get to them, are they going to have that, you know, prestige? I don't know. So mm -hmm. I will say, Emma, the, the, the character, it's not a surprise if it's her that is there. So. Okay. Okay. All right. What about you? Are you excited for that one? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. 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 Um, like I read the book. It's um, we we uh, talked to the writer who that will air the week before of the of the book. And um, she did say she was happy because she got to see a director cut and she said it's holds pretty true to the um to her book okay. so a lot of times it's totally nothing like it where she yeah. said this one does hold uh pretty true to her 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 story and okay. um i just think it's fun doing the period piece so i think oh, it's yeah. something totally different i also think you know we just got to see a movie with some young but they're like 30-ish right i don't know how old they all are but i'm, I'm putting them late late 20s or 30 right Whereas yeah. getting an actual 21-year-old, and I will say that post, when I posted the images, it is by far our highest ranking post. Danny Griffin, who I'm sorry, I got to get to know the guy. He has an insanely loyal base because mm -hmm. they were reposting it, resharing it. Like we usually get, you know, a few thousand um, things. We had... Well, last time I looked, 38,000. We had oh more <laughs> saves than we usually have likes. Like we had 198 oh saves of those pictures. So insane for that. So I'm like looking up who he is. I got to figure out who Danny Griffin is. I do not believe he oh. was in Virgin River, but I would not be surprised if he said he was. Okay. Okay. I can see why the young girls <laughs> probably, that is probably a young girl fan base would be my guess. Um, um yeah i don't recognize anything that he's been in so but he does have a large following all right i'm gonna roll on to february 23rd we have another mystery so within two months we're gonna have three mysteries and this one is crime time free fall and this is crime series actress hadley warner 
retires to a small town where she encounters her first real case. Using her TV crime knowledge, she teams up with Detective Sean Caden to solve the case. The stars Lindy Greenwood and Luke McFarlane. Luke McFarlane totally, after Catch Me a Few Claws, he just skyrocketed back way up to the to the elite with me again. He was so good in that after being in a couple eh, movies. So, and then Lindy Greenwood, she's not hard on the eyes. So I'll admit I'm I'm quite excited for this one. Um, I think uh, it's good. Plus, um, uh, Stacy Harding, who directed uh, uh, Round Round and Round, which um, obviously I'm very a big fan of. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, like I say, I am very very game for for this. And the funny thing is, I've been talking to her over on Instagram because I'm trying to get her. You know, it's like, oh, you know, if you ever do, because she's she's done um, a bunch of different mysteries. She's done Mystery One like an episode of Mystery One One, like pretty much every single one out there. She's done a mystery. So I'm like, well, if you ever do a mystery again, um, you know, I'd love to get you on the podcast. And she's like, well, maybe I've got one. Like she, she hinted that it was coming and she kept doing stuff, awesome. but she wouldn't even tell me off record what it was. And then it dropped and I'm like, send her the picture. I'm like, is this you? And then she's like, yeah, that's me. So um, I'm excited because once again, she's just an absolutely fantastic director. The cast. Awesome. And we'll see. It's kind of a fun, fun little uh, premise. So, I'm yeah, I'm excited as well. I enjoy Luke and um, Lindy. I have enjoyed. I don't know if I enjoyed her last Christmas movie as much. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't her. You know, it was kind of the movie overall. But the I think those two together could be really, really fun. And I again, I like that premise of the TV actress. You know, and moves to that small town, and you know, I love a good small town cozy feels. So this is right up my alley in that regards. So I am hopeful that I will really enjoy that that cozy setting. And I don't think I've seen any actual previews of this one. Have you on TV I, yet? I have not yet. I don't know if they've done any of any? them. Okay. Yet. I mean, I, I watch see- enough Murder She Wrote at night or in the mornings that I haven't right. seen. Sometimes they'll drop them on there, and I right. haven't seen any yet. Um, but that's as long as the small town is cute and cozy, I am all in. So I'm also excited to review it because like I say, since Stacy's fantastic and talks t- to us that I think she'll give, uh, um, a, hopefully she'll come on, on the podcast, but B, if not, she'll at least give us some good, like behind the scenes, interesting, you know, tidbits, tidbits. about the movie. So it'll be, cool. it'll be good. So, yeah. Okay. Andrea. Well, we just have one more thing that we also have coming up. Remember, The Way Home starts this Sunday. Oh, correct. Wait, it's this Sunday? Yeah, this Sunday is the 21st. And I so, promised you yes, that, that I would, would watch it. Segment. And we so will just review the episode. Reviews. Yes, we'll just do a quick little recap and review of the episodes. Um, I personally, so this will be a great little segment potentially because I loved The Way Home. Eric didn't make it through the first three episodes of season one. So no, I didn't make it through the first three. I didn't make it through the first four. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. So he needs to go back and watch season one. So he's ready for this. Uh, Um, and then we'll see, we'll see if maybe he, we've, we've turned a corner with him and he is all in, or we're just going to have a disagreement every, I I will say I definitely am in the minority because yes, you are. Everybody says they love it. Everyone says it's like absolutely great TV. And then even the ratings are mind bogglingly good. So I, 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 you know, 
But I stood by myself defending Hannah, who is, by the way, filming as of today. I'm convinced that's what she is doing because Barbara oh, Niven like posted a thing about how she's off to shoot. And then and they're in the snow. Hannah Unless posted, it's a Christmas so. movie, but doubtful. Oh, I, I heard it snows in uh, Minnesota, so. I don't think they actually film those in Minnesota, though. No, but that's where it takes place. Yeah. So it's I was like, like, it's not actually, I mean, we have not had snow, so it's not, it's not being, it's not being filmed here. <laughs> right. So, um, I will I also guess. say with the way home, my anticipation for this new season, like I'm a little nervous because sometimes, you know, Hallmark can drop the ball on season two. And I know this was originally going to be a Netflix series. And so I I'm hoping that they had this kind of season two worked out if eventually got picked up. So I am a little nervous that, I'm going to well, make you watch it and you're going to be like, now I hate it yeah, even right. more. <laughs> the um, So that's where I am a little nervous. And it is funny how there's like that, the big breaking news about how there's semi nude or almost nude because it has, uh, you know, uh, Andy McDowell in her Andy underwear. Andy McDowell in her underwear, which is funny because as people are saying like, oh, whatever, I'm like, by Hallmark standards, that's racy. But I do think when we actually see it, everyone's going to be like, wait, that was it? You know, Maybe but kudos, time, kudos to her. She could be time traveling way. and it could be like a huge long john, you know. But kudos to her that it's the, you know, the the more mature woman who's doing it versus I them bringing her. in the young. Oh, yeah. Love but Andy. I, you haven't seen, you haven't seen like her, her movies though, going back in time, like Four Cedar Weddings Cove. and a Funeral. How have you not Cove seen Four Weddings and a Funeral? Oh, yeah. Dylan McNeil or Dylan. I know. Neal Dylan Neal. That's where I fell in love with Dylan Neal was Cedar Cove. And I loved Cedar Cove. That was a show. I wish Sydney talked me into, into that one. Because I hadn't Did you like that ever. one? Yeah. But except for you get to see Brennan Elliott's a jerk. I know. You can really see his comfortable acting with, I'm not comfortable with that. I know. I he's really like enjoyed seeing the nicest guy. That. And he's not. So Like just, he's a great actor. You can see from like. Him, the roles that he's played so i actually really enjoy that or just yes. seeing him it just made me uncomfortable <laughs> but i like dylan neal so I, I like i say he's one of the cool guys so oh, oh, oh. i did enjoy that but yes andy, andy mcdowell did exist before cedar cove and I, if i'm watching if i'm watching um way home then i think you should watch four weddings and a funeral i gotta find it on some streaming service i'll do that and yeah, it's out there so okay, okay. Well, this is right, fun. It's been a pleasure. Yes. And once again, it's awesome. We finally agree again. Real good mystery. Enjoyed it. Great acting. Great chemistry. Great all this stuff. So, and if you, like around, me, gave really up good. in that first hour, give it another go and see if that, I think that second hour will will get you pulled in. Even though you spoiled it, but that's okay. That is also true. I did have someone else in the DMs. But you know what? We both we quit early and we both picked it up the next day and enjoyed it. And so, I said, know I'm not the only one. We said that even if you know who we like, we figured it out. It didn't ruin the movie, so no, it really. Yeah, I, I mean, and you'll probably figure it out pretty easily as well, even if we didn't spoil it. <laughs> All right, we will see you later. Bye. Goodbye.